With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The defense rises up and the Steelers finally beat Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots, sending the Hinesfield faithful into a Super Bowl-like celebration. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting from Pittsburgh, a euphoric Pittsburgh, I might add. Hey, this one didn't have the feel of a playoff atmosphere. It had a Super Bowl aura. And if two AFC teams could ever meet in the Super Bowl, it would have to be the Steelers and the Patriots. But in reality, this was just the third straight late regular season playoff-laden meeting between the two teams at Heinz Field. The Steelers had not beaten their nemesis from New England since 2011. So early on, the game had the feel of an entire Steelers organization doing everything differently to try to stop this snake-bitten outcome when it comes to the Steelers losing to the Pats. They, the Steelers did not introduce any individual players before the game. Ripping a page from the Patriots, they in, introduced the entire team in mass. And when the Steelers won the toss, they did not defer to New England. They took the ball and they marched right down the field. Overall, the Steelers played their best game as a team in this one, even though it was messy and not pretty at times. It was not the Steelers' high-powered offense putting up fireworks. It was the defense that won this one with some hard, scrappy stands. And that's the first time that's been said in some time in Pittsburgh. The final score was 17-10, to and there were some missed opportunities by both offenses. And the bottom line is this, Tom Brady was just not very Tom Brady-like in this game. But that had a lot to do with the Steelers' pressure. This wasn't a a high sack game for the Steelers, but they were getting Tom Brady off his spot and forcing him into some poor decisions with the football, especially on third down. Brady converted just three third downs all day. That's saying something for the Steelers' defense. The Pittsburgh also locked down on tight end Rob Gronkowski. They had success during that last year for three quarters until Gronk ate them up in the fourth. Not this time. 
Gronk did not catch a pass until the fourth quarter, but he finished with just two catches for 21 yards. And when Brady was desperate for a game-tying touchdown as the, in the final seconds of the game, he heaved it for Gronk on back-to-back passes to the end zone. But this connection that was so lethal for the Steelers came up empty for the Patriots this time around. Early on, the game seemed to start off fast for both offenses. The Steelers marched right down the field for a Vance McDonald score, and soon thereafter, when the Steelers were blitzing and triple-covering New England receiver Josh Gordon, they somehow left receiver Chris Hogan wide open, and I mean wide open, for a 63-yard touchdown. But things tightened up, and both quarterbacks made mistakes. Ben Roethlisberger threw two interceptions to Patriots safety Duron Harmon. The first was a, just a horrible overthrow as the Steelers were ex- ex- threatening to extend their lead to double digits before halftime. The second was a ball Ben forced into traffic and was deflected. But then there was Brady. It was middle of the fourth quarter with the score 14-10 to 10 in favor of Pittsburgh. Brady was looking for points, and he was down in the red zone. But under pass rush pressure, he lobbed the ball while falling backward. And Steelers cornerback Joe Hayden made a spectacular play to catch the ball, then managing to get two feet down while being pushed out of bounds with the football in his hands. Two rarities on one play, an interception by the Steelers' secondary, and Brady leaving points on the field with a dumb play. New England also had 14 penalties for 106 yards. Meanwhile, some young Steelers rose up, and one was rookie running back Jalen Samuels. Making just his second start in place of injured James Conner, he had a career-high 142 yards on the ground on 19 carries. And that included some nice carries on a drive that ate about five minutes late in the fourth quarter. Kicker Chris Boswell managed to cling to his job this week, but he still missed a 32-yard field goal in the first half, and he heard it from the crowd. But Boswell managed to redeem himself with a 48-yarder right down the middle that extended the lead to seven, capping that late extended Steelers drive. But there was still time for Tom Brady and his heroics and all those Steeler fans conditioned by those 11 Brady wins over their beloved team, they were bracing for the inevitable. And when Brady hit a long pass to Julian Edelman setting up the Patriots on the doorstep of the red zone, it seemed the Steelers and its fans would suffer a familiar ending. Only it with Brady's fourth down pass falling to the turf sending the Steelers and the fans erupting and cheering into such a catharsis that perhaps, maybe, just maybe, it exercised some of those New England demons that have been haunting this team and this fan base for so long. The road ahead for the Steelers to the postseason doesn't get any easier. They have a date down in the Big Easy with the NFC-leading New Orleans Saints next Sunday. 
But even if the Steelers split their last two games, down in New Orleans and then home against Cincinnati, the rival Baltimore Ravens would have to sweep their last two at the Chargers and then home to Cleveland in order to win the AFC North. Hey, right now, I think this win is a big springboard. It was messy. It was nail-biting. There were some fans expecting the worst. Instead, the Steelers' D rose up and made a stand. And that stand could be a leap forward for this team, for these fans, and for that Steelers' defense. We're going to have a lot more on on this win, and we'll be looking ahead to the pre-Christmas game down in the Superdome. Two biggies that we'll be talking about all week. So come back for the latest on the black and gold. Sign up for the podcast out on Amazon Alexa. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news. This is John Lucy in Pittsburgh.